Mr. Jai, welcome to the Virtual Coffee House second episode. It's so good to have you here. Such my honor. Well, it's my pleasure to to be here. Well, thank thank you for inviting me. Yes, um, Mr. Yao Guang Jai is the principal clarinetist of the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra. And for those who, I mean, I believe most people will know your name, but for those who don't know you, could you just give a brief introduction, please? Uh, well, well, thank you. Yeah, my name is Yao Guang Jai. Uh, as, as Stephen said, I'm the principal of the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra since 2016. And before that, I was um, associate and flat with the Toronto Symphony for five years. And I also got a position, the same position with the Pittsburgh Symphony right before I won the Baltimore Symphony job. And before that, I was a principal with the Shanghai Symphony for two years, uh, just right after I graduated from, from Curtis. Wow. So basically a fantastic orchestral career all laying out right after graduation. Um, and obviously you have one more jobs than that, but those are the biggest ones. And I just want to talk about, first of all, the experience, the process of, of taking an orchestra audition. Uh, and first of all, how many have you took, have you taken? Uh, let's see. Uh, actually quite, quite I, I don't know, quite a lot. Around 12, 13. Oh, auditions. Wow. Yeah. And out of them 14. about how many have you actually won? Uh, one, two, three, four. Four of them. Four or five. Well, that that's very impressive yeah. because we gotta know that the odds of winning an orchestra job and it's actually people would some people just never ever win one in their lifetime. So that's very impressive, I think. Well, you know, it's it's really it's a combination of um how how much work you put in mm -hmm. and they must have a clear direction and then you believe yourself. And then in during the auditions, you just have to have luck, you know. I'm, I'm very lucky and I'm very fortunate I have, I have a, win these uh, auditions and, you know. I want to ask that, could you just like take us through the process of taking an orchestra audition? Like what are the steps and how does it work? Sure. Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, a standard uh, professional orchestra audition usually has about four rounds. Mm -hmm. So, so prelim, preliminary, semi-final, first round of final, and second round of final. And then most of the orchestra would ask for trial, either one week or two weeks of, of trials. Mm -hmm. And before that, in, it's called the screening process, is you send your resume, you know, the, our, our, the committee, the orchestra, the audition committee will uh, take a look of your resume and uh, to decide to have you invited to the prelim, preliminary round, or you have to make a recording. So it's it's a long process, and I I still remember from my Baltimore um, audition, it 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 the whole the whole process took almost a year. Wow. I remember I sent my resume in August, and. Uh, so the original audition was scheduled in either November or December, but somehow they postponed until February of, um, of mm -hmm. next year. Mm -hmm. So, so and then my trial was uh, April, and there's the other person. So in the in the very last round, it's just me and uh, another candidate. 
So, so mm. the other person was in June. So I got phone call from the orchestra officially uh, in June. So start from August to June. Oh wow! So that's that's almost a year. Yeah. So so yeah. it's 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 like if you want job, for example, today, you are not just gonna play with the orchestra tomorrow. There's a period you have to wait, or. Yeah, but it yeah. really depends on orchestra, depends on committee or music oh, okay. music director. Because when I auditioned for the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, I uh, and the same with Pittsburgh, I just I won the job on on the same. Well, for Toronto it took me two days, but for 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 Pittsburgh it took me just one day. You know, I uh, I for Pittsburgh I played one round in the morning. I got uh, all to advance to the semifinal, so I played the semifinal and mm-hmm. then final, another round of, fi- of, of final, and then you know, the personal manager, the music director, you know, start talking to me, just saying, you know, I I, I won the job. So mm-hmm. it really depends. Different orchestra, different committee. Mm-hmm. But I would say most of. I mean, especially nowadays, most of the orchestras, they would want to, um, they would be careful because there's a lot of people, they take audition really well, hmm. but uh, you know, to play well for audition or, you, or play in the orchestra is, is, is two different things, you know. Hmm. But some people can, can do really well in the auditions, but they, they sort of lack of experience hmm. or or maybe not as musical, maybe just, you know, uh, so so most people, most orchestras, they want to see if this person can actually fit in hmm. uh, as, a, as a team player. You know? mm, okay, so it's about like yeah. a corporation more than just your, more than being a soloist, basically. It's, it's, it's more about, okay, playing yeah. and blending in with, with, with your peers and colleagues. Um, yeah. And let's talk about your preparation for, you know, for taking, to take an audition. Um, how many repertoires, how many hours a day practice, and how long your preparation before actually taking on the live audition? Uh, for, uh, well, it definitely takes, takes a lot of preparation. Mm-hmm. I remember. Before the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra audition, I um, because I was our I was already playing with the Toronto Symphony. Mm-hmm. So after after rehearsal or concerts, I would come home to practice another two or three more hours. Oh wow! So it's playing total. It's a lot of playing. Um, but I would say, for my experience, the preparation starts now starts when i was a student hmm. you know if you prepare right before the audition i would say it's kind of late hmm. so uh, actually actually for your age i think it's perfect if you start preparing now uh it's just uh, i mean that's something my teacher um uh, mr don montanara who passed away uh, a couple years ago mm-hmm. unfortunately he's always telling me you know you have to when i was about your age he's always telling me you have to start preparing now you know, or, or it's, it's going to be too late. Just uh, pick something hard, like a Daphne's, or Shostanine, or Firebird, as the daily routine, you know. After long tone scales, you practice, you spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes on Daphne's, and then on Firebird, or, you know, just to, 
to have them in your hands or otherwise it's, it's going to be late. So, so when you were a student, you already like had a very narrow focus, like orchestral positions are going to be my life focused goal. Actually, that's a, that's a interesting topic uh, because mm -hmm. I know, <laughs> yeah. what, you know, of course, you know, as, you know, as a, as a, as a Chinese uh, music student, you know, I, I really right. wanted to, to be a voice, you know, uh, like my my role model was, I mean, my role model was Lang Lang, you know, because mm -hmm. you know, he's a, a little bit older than me, but you know, we went to the same school. Um, I would you know see his concerts, and also Yuja Wang, you know, uh, right. she was my right. woman. Uh, you know, I really want to 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 have a solo career, hmm. but uh, but when I come to the stage. My my first teacher, Mr. Yehuda Gilad, really put me into the not the I wouldn't say right track, but to 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 kind of you know he wanted me to. I remember I remember one lesson. You know, we just talked for I don't remember almost forty minutes. You know, he tried to he tried to convince me. He just said, why don't you try to become an orchestra player and then you can have your solo career, you know, because being an orchestra player, you can also play concertos, you can play recitals and chamber music. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so, so, so being a healthy mu musician. So that's where I started to, to sort of learn um, about orchestra playing. And then enter to Curtis, that's really, I would say, um, Mr. Montanaro and the Curtis really pushed me, pushed mm -hmm. me into orchestra playing. Yeah. And, you know, you've been having, uh, I don't know, many years of, of orchestra playing experience. Do you still get nervous when you perform a solo or be on stage? And, and you played solo repertoires with the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra, the Weber too. Do you feel nervous still? Uh, sure. Well, for the, for the, for the Weber second concerto, I, I, I played with the Baltimore Symphony. That's right after my son was born. That's right. So, so uh, yeah, so, so around that period, I was nervous because hmm. I was nervous about other things. Like, okay. I still remember. Third, well, the second concert, right before I went on stage, I I still had to check my phone and see if the baby is okay, if, if, I'm, right. if my family is doing okay, right. and then rush to 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 on the stage. So that's something unique. But uh, but to answer your questions, yes and no. Um, okay. Yes, I still do get nervous, especially when I play uh, when I have a big solos, like uh, like uh, we just did a. Uh, Shasti and I, back in January, you know, I was felt, you know, pressure because, you know, it's, you know, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big solo and mm -hmm. it's, it's not easy. However, I think that's a good thing because, you know, I think that the nerve, the, um, the pressure would put you, give you a, would push you to another level. I think I'm talking about musically. So, so you're, uh, so I always try to create different things, uh, especially 
on stage during the moment. I would just focus into the music. So, uh, so in the Baltimore Symphony, we have uh, three concerts a, a week. So each every concert, single week. I, yes, every single week. Oh, okay. So, wow. So, so, so each performance, for example, like the Shasti Nine, I try to do something different mu musically. Of course, I'm I'm nervous, but I use that as the energy to push me to be more creative. And uh, and uh, to be honest, I think that's a good thing. So you said every every week you have three concerts during the season. Yeah, yeah. And so every every program will have will have a three concerts. So do you have like a brand new program every week, or yes, a brand new yeah, program yeah. every week? Yes. Yeah. Oh wow! Absolutely. And and those are like big programs. Oh, it depends. Sometimes 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 big. Sometimes you know mm -hmm. big programs in 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 a, in a row like a. We did Brahms four, and uh, I don't remember something something. Uh, and last year we did a Pines of Rome and and uh, Rock two, and Brahms three, mm. almost uh, like like uh, three weeks in a row. So uh, so so it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of big, but but then you know sometimes we have pops, we have pop weeks, uh, we do movies, you know we do other other different style. So, uh, so when, whenever we have pops, we have movies, we, we get less pressure. Mm. So I'm just sort of enjoying the music, you know, enjoying playing with, with people, and I'll trying out different masters in all different ways. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. always a constant preparation. It just it. Um, so, how long is the whole season, by the way? Well, officially, we are now uh, still we are still still 52 weeks orchestra. Mm -hmm. You know, there's in negotiation between, but still, uh, is is basically from September to to June, to end of June. That's our regular season, and mm -hmm. then end of June, early July, we start our summer season. Oh, okay, but you do take yeah. you do get some summer off, but it's still a very yes. very long season to. Yes. To yeah. Always, I think the the level of intensity is always up high, and you have to always be prepared to. To take on Absolutely. orchestral concert is very difficult. What makes a principal different from the other players? And you know, besides obviously there's a boosting the salary, but I believe there's much more leadership that takes into that role. Of course, you know, principal has the has has more solos than uh, mm -hmm. associate, second, and and this. But I think the biggest role is the principal has to set the tune for your sections, mm. like uh, the, like what kind of tune you want to create, what what kind of a, a musical direction you want to create, and then you discuss with your colleagues, and then you try to become a, a one big section. When you take an orchestra audition, you know when they when they host an audition, how many people usually apply to that job, and with like how many people do they cut out of each round? Uh, I would say usually the number is, for my case, I don't really know because I never ask, but okay. for, but we just had a, a, a second position open up That's last right. year. Mm -hmm. I remember the, the applicant was 159 or 161. I mean, I mean just around 160. 
unit number. Uh, so we had to cut to around 40 to 50. We so so we so we invited between 40 to 50. Oh, that's from the 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 pre-screens basically. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that's from. You said there's multiple rounds, so 50, around 50 people go to the first round of the live, correct? Right. Right. And around then how many 50, cut from there? Uh, I mean, and and also based on the resume, we we uh, the orchestra usually invites people directly to the semifinals, so there will be a couple of people already in pre-advanced to the semifinal. Oh, okay. So so usually in the semifinal is around, real again really depends on the orchestra or right. the level the auditions, so it can be from eight to 16, 20 people in the in the semifinal. Mm-hmm. It can be few, can be a lot. But and in the in the first round final will be much smaller the number, around five, seven, eight, and then the last round of final will be just either two or three. Yeah, and obviously only one person won the job, so. <laughs> so it's, unfortunately. It's, yeah, so it's okay. quite, it's one hundred sixty people to one person. That's that's quite extravagant odds to, to win an orchestral job. It's it is. Is is a combination of how much work you put, your right. style, how how well you played on the audition day, and how much luck you have. You know, yeah, and, and I think many people, or especially I think students would, would think, if I sound good, then you know it's it's gonna work. But it's, it, there's many side factors that goes into that position, and and people, I mean, people have different standards of what sounds good. So that's right. So it's that's why I think that's why it's it's so difficult to to, yeah, to get absolutely. an orchestra job. Um, right. What's for example the bas- busiest day you have? Well, what is it like? Well, the busiest day is uh, we have a double rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So 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 basically we have one two three. We have a, so we normally have four rehearsals. A pro- program. For example, we have a rehearsal um, Tuesday morning, and then Wednesday we have a double morning and afternoon, and Thursday we have a morning rehearsal as a dress rehearsal, and Thursday evening, Friday evening, and Saturday evening we have uh, concerts. So, uh, so, so obviously Wednesday is my busiest day. Or Thursday, you know, we have a concert on and uh, and uh, and the dress rehearsal. So, so it's basically. Well, I met you, I think, two years ago at Interlaken Arts Camp. And um, so basically, it's like that, the experience at, at the, the camp that we get like a full week of rehearsals and then putting on a concert every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, that's interesting. I didn't know it was it was that intensity of, of in the professional world. but. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's why I think the interlocking is doing really wonderfully hmm. for for for, you, for for the for the young musicians because it's it's very it's very similar to the professional orchestras. You know, you have a you have a big programs almost every week. You know, you have to prepare way ahead of you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And every week is new program. I I remember it was very intense for me because I just I never had that in my life and. It was it was really difficult to 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 do that, but I I improved so much just just in one summer. So right. 
I believe you also teach. And so what do you do besides, and you probably also have recitals, right? Besides the orchestra. Yeah. Yeah, since last September, I uh, accepted a, a job offer in Boston, at the Boston Conservatory. That's right. Their professor. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so so the last year has been really busy for me because I, I have to commute between Baltimore and Boston. Not oh, every wow. week, but or every week or every other week. So, like Sunday or Monday, I would fly to, to, to Boston. And Monday evening, I come back, and Tuesday, I, I, I go for rehearsals and, and concerts. So, um, and then, and, and also, I have a two years old son. You know, I have my family to to take care of. Right. So, it's 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 pretty intense. Yeah, I bet. And and do you also take private lessons, private students? I I do, but it really depends on my time. You know, if I'm right. really busy, I yeah, I just um, I I don't have much of time for for private uh, lessons. And you, you had, you've also take master classes, right? You, you give master classes. You also put recitals, you know, sometimes, and it's it's such a busy schedule. Yeah, it is. But uh, you know, I, 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 as I mentioned earlier, I really, when I was a, uh, 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 I mean, like a younger than than, than you were, when I was right. very young, you know, dreamed to become a soloist. So still playing a recital, playing. Uh, uh, concertos is is one of my um, favorite thing to to do. Obviously, all the orchestras are are shut down with suspension. I don't know when it's gonna come back. But um, as orchestra musician, what has that been different in terms of just n having no concerts? And what are the downsides of it of this virus that that brings to you? Well, obviously, you know, I really miss being on stage. That's right. Yeah. To, uh, to to perform with one my, with my wonderful colleagues, to uh, to enjoy the great music. I mean, that's something I really miss. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, and 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 also, I mean, fortunately, the Baltimore Symphony, you know, financially we are doing okay. Okay. So we are still paid. Mm. We are still getting uh, paid until September. But uh, but that's the same thing for every orchestra in North America. Nobody knows what's going to happen after hmm. September in the fall. We don't know. No one knows when can we back to to stage. Right. Is it is it like in the winter or next year? We don't know. Yeah. And and what what do you think like what do you think this traditional format of um classical music i mean you i think you know and probably noticed that it's it's very interesting because all the concerts i go to watch the chicago symphony i haven't had a chance for the baltimore symphony but hopefully one day i will um and obviously burning Philharmonic, those big orchestras you see a lot of elders in the in the audience you don't see a lot of teenagers i mean in the united states in china it's it's, it's probably mid-age but um just what do you think of that? And in terms of a traditional format of industry, where is it going to go maybe in 10 years or, or so? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a big problem in all over the world. That's, it's mm -hmm. not, only in this, not, in, not only in North America. You know, you go to a concert, you'll see the, 
you know, you see most people are above 50 or 60. Yeah, so, uh, so the music education is very important. I really think, you know, uh, every orchestra or every uh, institute or, or, you know, should, you know, pay more attention to younger generation to, to younger younger people. But uh, it's hard to tell for the next 10 years. Right, and yeah, I obviously. Yeah, but I still believe we're going to be okay because because still music is, is something that's really special. And, uh, and I think everybody needs it. You know, everyone in the world, especially now, especially during this difficult time, right. times, but it needs something to... Uh, to cure your, yourself, you know, something to listen to, to make yourself calm, to make yourself uh, relax and happy, have a joy. So, so music, especially live music, uh, like, like, I mean, of course, right now, you know, uh, everybody's doing online concerts. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's, that will be the future to have mm -hmm. more online concerts. However, there's big difference between life, between, you know, you go actually see and hear the concerts. Then you sit sit at home, you watch on on, on, on your computer. Yeah, the energy so the energy is very different. It's it's totally the different. Acoustics very different. And you, you yeah, you definitely feel more of of, uh, of a communication between the artist and, and the audience when you're doing it live, I think. Absolutely, yeah. And the, and when you sit in the live audience you feel you have something there's something very special between you and the musicians on stage. It no matter the technology, how 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 good mm -hmm. the technology be, uh, you know, there's there's something special for the live concerts. Yeah, and also I think I agree with your uh, point as it's the education aspect that yeah. I think the in institutions are not quite implementing as much as possible in the musical education part. Um, I think especially in the States, you know, the schools are, are really focusing on doing sports. Um, that's a huge industry, but not a lot of energy that goes into the music part. So I think for, for just a lot of young kids, it's not really a cool thing to learn an instrument anymore. And that's, that's quite right. unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, so that's why all of us we have to. I just feel like we have to do something. We have to do more to 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 um, to get into uh, younger people, younger generation. It's if you look back to your career as a student or as a professional orchestra musician, if you would say something to your college self or your student self what would it be and if you could make anything better uh that's a great question because you know i always wanted to 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 do to do it right i always right. wanted to back to 15 years uh ago and to and to, to tell myself there's a couple of things i would i would to tell myself you know tell the younger me uh the first always be patient because you know hmm. as i mentioned earlier Patience is is the key, especially for us, you know, for all of us, because you know, if you believe yourself, if you keep working hard, eventually you will <clears throat> you will get something good. Um, 
That's number one. And then number two, I think the communication is 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 very important. Start from from school. What I mean is, um, you you never know what your classmate or schoolmate will what will become a major principal, big orchestra, or the president of university, or you know some. Hmm. I mean, you is you you really you just never know. So uh, so. You know, you you really have to start making connections when you when you are young, not only with your classmates, with your teachers, with um, with with just in in general with 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 people. You know, I've lost a lot of great opportunities by just uh, I was very lazy when I was in my early twenties. Oh wow! You know, really? There's a lot of yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's some like a. Sponsors really loved my playing, you know. Hmm. They would wrote letters, emails, and then somehow I just never replied. And uh, and I still remember there was um, uh, um, one of the manager from management. And and after one of my short recitals, we really we had a dinner. She really loved my playing. She gave me her card, and I never wrote to her. Hmm. And. Uh, and a couple years later, I think she became Lanlan's manager. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, I was like, oh no, oh, wow. or something. You know, at least you know, I'm 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 not saying that I w- I would become her, you know, soloist, but uh, I mean that's some connect connections, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being a teenager, sometimes you you just don't know what you know, especially as as a boys, you know. You never think. You, you just stop thinking. You just want to do something. So, so, uh, so that's very, very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, take opportunities seriously. Right. Right. <laughs> well, the biggest thing for for us, you know, not yourself anymore, but for people like me, maybe teenagers, college freshmen, or college kids. Um, biggest things besides making connections and besides being patient what would it be oh uh, i would say actually back to musically i would say fundamental is the most important thing hmm. i see a lot of young especially clarinetists young clarinetists they are wonder, very wonderful they are very musical they have a good technique however they don't have a great tune uh, the intonation is not so great. The amplitude is not so great. There's just some; they lack a lot of details. Hmm. So, um, so, so I would say fundamentals. So you know, start back to back to the roots. Long tunes, slow scales. Uh, focus on your amplitudes. Focus on your intonation, rhythm, all the basics. Thus. I think that's what it takes to win an orchestra audition job. You know? mm-hmm. And obviously you still do as much as the, of those as you could. And, and how much of fundamentals do you work on every day? Right now, actually, I, I think, uh, I mean, right now I'm, I'm, I'm actually still very busy because, you know, taking mm-hmm. out the baby. Right. And I still, I still teach some, some lessons online. But now I, I do at least one hour of the long tunes and the scales. 
one hour that's, just that's, pure that's fundamentals yes yes that, that's mm -hmm. my goal sometimes i would love to do more if, if i can if I, if, mm -hmm. if I have the time right yeah i think for students ideally if i'm a student if, if i'm your age i would spend at least two hours but for 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 those of people who are preparing for orchestra auditions or who is willing to do whatever it takes just my advice is just be patient be patient yeah I, I, I think be patient and believe yourself and mm -hmm. eventually uh, you know, there is something good is, is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And how much did you practice when you were a student? Um, let's, let's take it um, to a different part because I knew when you were in China, it's, it's different than when you were right. in the States. So uh, when you went to this middle school prep music school, uh, in China, how much did you practice back then? Every oh day. boy, I I, I practiced <laughs> uh -huh. I, I, about six to eight hours a day. Oh wow! But don't you yeah. feel it's like really painful in the end of the day in your chops? Yes. Yeah. But but you know once but when you when you practice long time for I don't know you you get used to it. Maybe mm -hmm. I was too young. I. I remember there's a couple of times I would feel like I'm I'm, I'm about to start to, to bleed to hurt myself then I would oh, stop. Really? Yeah, but uh, but the most time I, I I felt fine. I just uh, you know I just kept practicing. I just kept you know going. I would you know it's obviously in in college you get much busier right. than than high or middle school. So I would practice average around four hours sometimes five six hours so it really depends if you have a big concert big competitions you know you would practice more but but no less i would say no less than four hours mm -hmm. and what about now as a professional now it's really difficult because you know as i mentioned i'm, I'm traveling with orchestras with family it's it's very difficult so uh so when i'm back when when everything's normal I can practice between two to three hours. Mm -hmm. Well, Mr. Jai, it's such an honor and such my pleasure to host you today and ask all those wonderful questions and get all those wonderful answers. I enjoyed our conversation so much and I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. I absolutely did. Well, well thank you very much for inviting me and it's my pleasure to to be your, your guest. Your show has been wonderful and uh, and and. Uh, I'm really happy to see where you are and uh, how much you have improved. I'm very proud of you. So uh, just keep up the great work. It's, I just want to say thank you so much for all your mentorship to me and all your guidance for the past two to three years. It has been life-changing. Of course, it's, it's my pleasure. It's, my, it's really my, my pleasure. We should call it to today. And again, thank right. you for being here. My pleasure. Take care. Thank you, Mr. Jack. Bye. Bye.